What up, sports dummies, and welcome to another episode of True Sports, the world's most authentic sports podcast show thus far, brought to you by By Chance Entertainment. And this week, we have a special show. It's Shaq Week. So, yes, we will be representing Shaq this week. We will be doing the top four centers of all time, and we're going to see what Shaq rank them on the top four centers of all time when I get back from break. Look, stomach aching, I gotta eat Might say fuck him and take a nigga up off his sneaks Easy cheese, money calling like them fiends Pizza please, full plate, all you can eat Stevie B's, yeah they want me but I'm too busy Yeah, flowing tree, low key, plotting how to get this weight up off of me Money on me Shouts out to Zay for that joint, man Y'all follow him right now on SoundCloud Everybody loves McGowan Okay, now back to the topic, the greatest centers of all time I narrowed the list down to four centers. Some people might agree, some people might not. Um, if you don't agree, you could leave a comment in the comment box and tell me your opinion. Or you could just shut up and listen to what I got to say. But um, I got three honorable mention centers. First one, David Robinson. Second, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, honestly, probably could have got on the list if he won a championship. I'm not big on people winning championships and that being what you base their status off of, but it is what it is. And then Bill Russell um, is my other honorable mention. A lot of people may not agree with that, but, hey, he won 11 rings. It really don't matter to me because you look on them teams, he, he wasn't even the best player, honestly, in my opinion. You had Bob Cousy, you had Sam Jones, you had John Havlicek. Bill Russell didn't have to do anything but just sit there and get defensive rebounds and stuff like that. No disrespect to him, but I just feel like he's not one of the greatest centers of all time. Now, this is how I'm going to break down the list. I'm going to start from four and go to one. For each player that I name, I'm going to compare them to the player I named before them. So, for instance, let's use guards. If I had Marbury and then at number four and I had Bibby at three, I would compare why I put Bibby at three to Marbury at four. So let's go on and get started. Drum roll. Ooh, I like that. One more time. All right, y'all, the number four guy is the almighty Wilt Chamberlain. That's right, Mr. 100-point game guy. Um, it's ironic because I got him ahead of Bill Russell, and Bill Russell beat him so many times. But Wilt was an unstoppable force. And like I said before, I believe all that help Russell had was the only reason that he was able to have the advantage on Wilt Chamberlain so many times. Wilt Chamberlain was unstoppable, especially on the offensive end. He averaged 30 points a game, 23 rebounds a game, and four assists a game. He was a four-time MVP, two-time RD selection. He won two championships, so he definitely deserved to be on this list. He had nowhere as much talent on his team as Bill Russell did on his. The only notable stars you really recognize from Will Chamberlain's years are probably Jerry West, maybe Hall Greer, and Elgin Baylor. But that was about it. The dude was a beast, and he deserves to be number four on this list. He, um, once in two seasons, he averaged 50 points a game throughout two seasons. Like, that's uncalled for. You're not finding a beast like that back in those days. So, he deserves to be on this list, even though he doesn't have as many championships. He was a more dominant player, more valuable player. I would pick him first on my team. I don't even think Bill Russell averaged 20 points a game for his career. And let me, um, go back to what I said. 
I said earlier that Bill Russell wasn't an all-time great. I didn't mean that. I meant he's not one of my top four. Just to clarify. But next on the list, drum roll please. Okay, this pick was really the hardest pick for me between two and three. But the number three pick, Hakeem the Dream. That's right, Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan brought a different look to the center position. He had the mentality of a guard with the physicality of a center, and he just knew how to make it work. He combined them skill sets to become one of the greatest centers of all time. And centers even nowadays go to him looking for moves, trying to make their post moves better. He no doubt has the best variety of post moves on this list. How soft-footed he was and how gentle but elusive with the ball he was, he was amazing. Now, Elijah Wan, it was hard to put him over Wilt Chamberlain because Wilt Chamberlain has his stat sheet is so stuffed, it's hard to put anybody above Wilt Chamberlain. But you do factor in the era, and then you do factor in just a whole lot of qualities. Elijah Wan had a lot of stuff to his advantage. He only won one MVP, but he was the finals MVP twice, and he only won the championship twice, and he was the MVP for both of those because he was really a one-man band on that Houston Rockets team. He had a little help, a lot of role players that hit big shots, a lot of good role players, but Elijah Warren was the only superstar, and you don't see one superstar winning the championship a whole lot of the time. He um, was a two-time defensive player of the year. He was a nine-time All-D selection that is the main reason I put him over Will Chamberlain. Because offensively, Will Chamberlain had better stats. But Elijah Wan was a good offensive player. And he had great moves. He brought a different look to the game. But defensively, is no match. Elijah Wan is just as good as Bill Russell when it comes to defense. And so he has the best of both worlds. That's why I put him over Will Chamberlain on this list. He has two championships, like I said before. He only averaged 22 points a game, but like I said, um, you don't see it when you see him play. You'll think the guy averaged way more than that, just like the other great centers. He averaged 11 rebounds a game and three blocks per game. Like, the man is amazing. I love how Elijah Wan plays. But um, up next, let's go to the number two. Drum roll again. So, dummies, it's that time. It's your boy, Diesel. Shaq the next on the list. He's the number two center on the list. Diesel, he, he only won MVP one time. And Shaq shouldn't be judged off that one MVP. We all know Shaq probably deserved a little bit more MVPs for his dominance. He won three fi NBA Finals MVPs. He was a three-time All-D selection team. And the man has four championships. Shaq was a monster, man. Now, Elijah Wan, Elijah Wan has a little case. Um, one thing that caught my eye was I looked at the old games with the Houston Rockets versus the Orlando Magic in the championship in that finals. Now, Elijah Wan had a better stat line, just about. He averaged more points, about four more points than Shaq. But Shaq, I believe, led in rebounds and assists more than Elijah Wan, but Elijah Wan had two steals a game in that series. That's unheard of. But this is about Shaq. And um, Shaq, that series, the eye test, you know, the famous eye test people like to do. The eye test, what I seen, Shaq 
was holding his own against Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan did a lot of his dirt when Shaq was not completely on him. Although he scored on Shaq at times, that's going to happen. He did not dominate Shaq that series. And keep in mind, that was only Shaq's third season. Third season. Like, he wasn't even in his prime. So, you know when Shaq, them Laker years, Shaq would have destroyed probably Elijah Wan in the paint. He got bigger. He was a little bit slower, but still fast and more powerful with more moves. Shaq in his prime is one of the greatest top two centers of all time. Shaq is amazing. The guy had the best field goal percentage out of anybody on this list. I just wish I could say the same for his free throw percentage. If Shaq at least shot 69% from the free throw, Shaq would be the best player on this list, no doubt. He would be the best center of all time. But that was his weakness, and that's one thing he struggled in. And so that landed him at the number two spot. But Shaq deserves this number two spot with all the credit in the world. Shaq is the only superstar to defeat Michael Jordan. Although it's not just him, it's his team too. But he's the only superstar to defeat Michael Jordan in the 1990s in a seven-game playoff series. The only one. Shaq is a monster. Now, Shaq did have some help with some stellar guards. But let's be honest. Shaq, those guards without Shaq, no ring came. Now, you could say the same about Shaq, but he pretty much was always with those guards in his prime years, um, except those first few years with the Lakers. But he left the Heat. He wasn't in his prime no more. D-Wade didn't win the championship till LeBron came. Kobe fell way off after Shaq left. And Penny, he had his injury problems. None of those guys were that productive till they found some more help after Shaq left. So Shaq is a beast, and I believe he's the second best center of all time. I test, I would probably give him the first, but we'll talk about that later. Now, on to the number one guy, my last drum roll. Let's get it. All right, y'all, and for the number one center of all time, Mr. Hookshot himself, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lakers legend. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he had a long career, man. He had more MVPs than anybody in NBA history. He possesses more MVPs. He's a 19-time All-Star, 10-time All-D selection. He holds six championships, and we all know the skyhook, man. That was the most unstoppable move, as they quoted. But um, Kareem, I had to put Kareem here. Kareem's the number one scorer in NBA history, he holds all types of records, and he set all types of records. He was once the leading rebounder in history, but um, that was soon broken. Um, Elijah Wan shattered that. But um, compared to Shaq, y'all know I wanted my boy Diesel here. But looking at the eye test and looking at how productive Jabbar was, I had no choice but to give it to Jabbar. He was more consistent. He's the most consistent player throughout a long time span in NBA history. And he also managed to make them goggles famous and everything. Um, Kareem started off his career as Ferdinand Alcindor. Even with that name, he was a beast at all times. Um, Kareem, 
He averaged 24 points a game for his career, 11 rebounds, and 2.6 blocks per game. He also owns the single-season record for most rebounds in a season. Kareem was a monster all over the court. Any legend he went up against at the big man position, he maintained his greatness through every opponent and always seemed to be the best center on the court. Kareem deserves to be the number one, and he is. But alright dummies, that's it for this episode of True Sports or Podcast of True Sports, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you have any comments or you feel like challenging me, um, just leave a comment and tell people, if you like the podcast, tell people about it. And tell them to challenge me if they got something to say. Um, that's it for this episode. I'll be with y'all later.